Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, parents, welcome to the Crazy Cool Family podcast, coronavirus edition two, maybe? Was that <laughs> Three, what four, which way? <laughs> How long have we been doing this? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It seems like a lot longer, but, um, you know, I think right. everybody's kind of settling into some new norms. Looks yes. like we're going to be here for the month of April anyway in this period. And so uh, my lovely and talented wife had the most incredible idea. Well, it's it's more, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you call it an idea. Thanks for bragging on me, Henny. Yeah. Um, but what I've thought about is what do our children think about all this that's happening? I mean, they are, they are, we are all living a history, but what is it, what, what does all this look like from our children's perspective, from their point of view? Because as with anything, their point of view and Jesus said, you know, bring the little children to Let me, the little children you know, come. don't, and, and he, he even told us that children are going to have a different perspective on life. Let's, he told us to be like a child. So, um, well, so they're just so authentic and they're so real and you just have to appreciate it. And so I find myself, even in the grocery store, there was a little girl that was checking out just yesterday with me and I wanted to turn around and say, what do you think about all this? But you know, we have to be six feet apart, which they don't even get like, she wasn't anywhere. She was so far, not six feet apart. She was so close. You know, she was just right there. And I so desperately just wanted to engage. And so what I did was I just texted a few of the, the kids that are in our lives, I guess I didn't text the kid themselves. Yeah, <laughs> Not very many five-year-olds have phones. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> but texted the parents and just said, hey, will you ask your kids a few of these questions and then send me back a video response? Right. And it's been so much fun getting the responses back and even hearing the parents ask the questions to the kids and having the kids all lined up. They they took the project very seriously. They did. Yes, <laughs> the kids were like, oh, I know that one. You know, yeah, that, exactly. so, I know the oh, answer to that. Oh, oh, that's easy. Well, this is, you know, it's so funny. This is so, not from your teacher yeah. and it's not a test. Well, and, uh, <laughs> and so look on social media because we're going to post the video of it. At some point, um, so yeah, we're, gonna put, uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna, putting yeah. together the compilation of the video and, and putting it together. But today, we want to talk about it and just give you some examples of their answers well, um, and really just kind of help you relate to your children. Perfect. We want to invite you into your children's world. And so we've got a couple questions that we ask these kids that we invite you to ask your kids. But don't limit yourself to our questions. Create your own questions. Right. This you isn't know, like a home learning assignment. Yes, no, it's not. <laughs> you know best how to connect with your children. You know best right. the questions that they need to be asked. And it, I loved it, too, because even as the parents were asking these questions, they would tweak the questions so that it made more sense to their child. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I want, because the whole whole goal that we at Crazy Cool Family want to do is we want to build that relationship connection. We want to create a place or a way for you to connect to your children. And so for me in this time of history, what does that look like for us to show you as parents how to connect with your kids? Well, and Suzanne says this a lot, and I, and I, I want to kind of have this, you know, that is the theme of what we're talking about here is that 
you're, you're experiencing something that you and your kids have never experienced before. Right. Okay. So when that happens and, and think about your kids, that's happening in their life all the time. They are experiencing things they've never experienced before. That's the wonder of a child. Yes. I mean, that's the best part of a child is but to see it through the eyes of a child. At that moment, they are a marker board. They are a whiteboard and you get to write something on their hearts. And that is what, uh, when you talk to them about the coronavirus period, what, what Suzanne had the brilliant idea of is here's what your kids are thinking. How can you talk with them to write good things on their heart, to write the blessings on their heart? So as we go through those questions, I just want you to think about That's that. Good. How, right. what, what are you going to write mm -hmm. on your children's hearts? Because guess what, parents? You get this great opportunity. Your life is a, your parenting life is this great opportunity to write God's love into their hearts. Oh, for sure. And so, and what we found, what, what I found with the answers to the, some of these questions is the kids really did not know. They don't, they did not know. They don't the, understand. They don't understand. And so what it did is it opened the door for these parents to say, oh, and there were so many of them that texted me back and said, oh, I didn't even realize that my child didn't know that. Right. I mean, and so anyway. And so what does, as we, before we go on the questions, one more quick note, what does lack of understanding lead to? It leads to fear, right? And it leads and, to well. What leads? To, what it does is lack of understanding is the unknown, and unknown leads to fear. And so, if we can make the unknown known, then it closes the door, so fear doesn't have access anymore. Because information gives us power yeah. and empowers us to go forward and make good decisions or choices or thought processes. And the lack of the unknown also leads to wrong conclusions, and 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 so the more they. No, the more you can talk to them, the more the better the relationship is, the more you will see your kids reacting well to what's going on around us. And I think when this time in history, we all these different things were thrown at us, all this new vocabulary, all these words were thrown at us. And as parents, we were trying to figure out what it meant. And so we never thought to stop and explain it to our children or tell them what these different new words, this new time that we're living in even meant. And so it's been a month out now. It's time for us to go through and Talk about it now. We've resolved it in our head. We know what's going on. And so now it's time for us to share it with them. So what are some of those questions? All right. So the first question is, what do you think about the coronavirus? And I just, uh, I just, just want to hear every little kid's opinion on it because it's such a new concept to them. And so many of the kids said um, that they thought it was good. And it was, I know, it was, Don just wow. made this really crazy face. They thought it was good. And I love that because I got to watch the video and then they would hesitate and they would say, well, no, I mean, it's bad because people are getting sick. Um, and, and, and but it's they, good because my parents came home. Yes, it's good because <laughs> we've created this space in life. I mean, I feel like that now what the coronavirus has done is it's put the world on a child's pace and not on an adult's pace. Oh, that's good. Adults go from from event to event to event. They go, they get well, kids ready in the morning. Kids. They send them to school. They go to they go to work, and then from from home they yeah. go to this activity and that activity, and they fall into bed at night and they start the next day over well, again. Well, and I was just, I mean, kids I, just want to play. I was just reading in a book called Generation Z that said that our kids have less playtime than they've ever had in their lives. And we all know that. I mean, it's right. not, but, but the kids are going, wow. And we think that we have to create this manufactured existence for them. Oh, so good. But yes. they don't, but the kids they don't want that. Want to go play. And imagine and, and pretend and yes. create and, 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 and they invent. want to spend time with the parents, believe it or not. Right. But we don't really believe that. And so we've created a different life because we have to create this manufactured existence for them. And they are thinking, 
hey, the coronavirus is good because dad's home more. Yeah. The coronavirus is good. You know, I've seen, I've heard so many parents say, you know, after the initial week or so, my girls are playing together now. Mm-hmm. My girls are in their room together. And that my is girls, good. Yes. And the coronavirus made that good. And they exactly. like that. Exactly. And so it's uh, just, it's been one of the events that have happened or one of the things that have happened as a result of that. And so press into that if your child says it's good and then just go through and say, well, what makes it good so that you know. But also parents pay attention to when they say it's bad. And because there were, there were a few kids that said, well, it's bad. It's really bad because people are getting sick. And what if mom gets sick or what if dad gets sick or what if I get sick. And so my heart just broke for them because there is a fear there that they were just now acknowledging. And even the mom said, I had no idea he felt that way. And so just know that when you ask that question to follow up with, well, what makes it good? Well, what makes it bad? And when they bring in that fear, reassure them, reassure them that it's okay, that the disease is not hurting children um, as near as it is older people. Well, one one five-year-old boy said, um, came to his dad and said, dad, I've heard that everybody gets the coronavirus dies. Yes. That, that, I mean, and so, and so that's, imagine the fear in his, you know, he's because like, once again, you take that as a whiteboard. Right. They are a whiteboard. We're not the only ones that are writing on it. So he heard from who knows where another kid and he's written it on the yeah. whiteboard. And mm-hmm. so now that's what he believes. And so what's written on your child's whiteboard when it comes to the coronavirus yeah. and reassure him and then pray for him. Okay. Next question. Well, the second question was explain quarantine in your own words. Oh my gosh, you guys, this was hysterical. When you watch it on the video, I'm just, um, so many kids were like, I don't know. I don't don't know what that means. They were like embarrassed that they didn't know. There was one little girl that whispered, I don't know. And the dad said, well, say it out loud. And she's like, you know, and so then he sent another one and she had, he must have coached her. And then she said, I don't know. So many of them said, I don't know. Isn't that insane, you guys, that our kids are living, living in quarantine and they don't know what it means. Right. We've, we've, we just throw that word out there right and left and they don't even have an understanding of it. And so just take some time, parents, and just explain it. Just just tell them what it, just add the word to their lives. It's been added anyway. Well, the same so, thing happened with social distancing because that was an next question next, what does social distancing mean but you guys they knew social distancing and then a social distancing has now been politically correctly changed to physical distancing because we don't want to social distance because that's bad yeah and so we can socially interact through a distance six but feet away exactly <laughs> but that's what the kids said they, the whole thing was that they all knew six feet away they all knew six feet away and then one little girl was hysterical the mom said what is social distancing distancing and she said oh that's when you have to stay six feet away from everybody's house <laughs> and i just thought oh my goodness how cute is that and so what a crazy time that we're living in that we've had to teach our children that they have to be six feet away from somebody that's not in their family in my wildest dreams, I never would have thought I would have, my children would have known that vocabulary, that, that that would have been written on their whiteboard. Yeah. There was one little, just share this one. All, all we thing. knew was keep away from strangers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one little boy said, well, the best way I can describe social distancing is like Darth Vader. He could attack from pretty far away. <laughs> it's like, and that's about how far you need to be. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, so just explain to them social distancing, flip it to physical distancing, and um, I think you'll be surprised to know that they actually do know what that means. Well, and I think the the wrap up of that little section is is kind of there may be there's there's new things being introduced to them, the virus, social distancing, quarantine, things we've never seen, and so 
as that comes in, what are you talking about with your kids and what are you asking questions That's about? Good. What do they know and not know? You'll be surprised maybe at what they know and don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but good. then you kind of transitioned and you said um, into more of the what do you like about home learning? Again, another term that they maybe haven't heard before. But it very much affects them. I mean, right. well, now I know that the corona, the these other words kind of affect them. They, I mean, they can live in quarantine and not even know what it means, but they very much home learning affected them. They had to leave their classroom. They had to leave yeah. their friends. They had to leave their teacher. They had to be taught by a, a mom who is also the cook and the chauffeur and the house cleaner and the, I mean, the and shopper. So I many mean, people changed roles in their lives overnight. So many. Yes. And I, and, for, and I know for me, and I think this has happened for kids too, we didn't see this coming at all. Right. You know, it, it was like one day we ever life was normal. And we had toilet paper. <laughs> exactly. And then the next day, it was totally different. I mean, now everything's shut down. I mean, can you imagine that in the life of a kid? I mean, at least we, you know, we could look back to, oh, yeah, in 1918, we had the small, you know, whatever, the, right. the, the Spanish flu or whatever it was. At least there was some historical, you know, precedent, uh, precedent yes. or whatever. But for a kid that's seven years old. This is totally out of their realm. And so home learning has been a big part of that. Yeah. And so one of the things that they really liked about it is they liked the freedom of the schedule. That so many of them said that I don't, that when I, when I get bored with my work or I'm frustrated with my work or don't want to do it, that I can go outside and play. And mom lets me right. go outside and play. She lets me run out and play. And we also heard everybody say about snacks. Oh, <laughs> so, so much. Funny. I think I did a post on snacks because yeah. there's so many. I just... Um, and then the thing that they said that they don't like about home learning, I mean, most all of them said that they liked mom being their teacher. One said they liked mom was an easy teacher, easier than their teacher. Um, but what they don't like about it is the actual work of home, of learning, of the, the, the school more work. work themselves. Well, I don't even, I don't doubt that there's more well, work. Well, it's more work the, in the, that they have to do at home because they're equating it to homework. Exactly. Oh, yeah. that's a good, yeah. yeah. So, but they're saying. Because oh, it's their only, their only experience is that when I'm at home, it's homework and it's just a worksheet. But now it's like five Because yeah, they're doing the whole school or, you yes. know, a lot of the work in school. So actually they're doing less work than they were being at school, but to them it's more work. And, and they're like, oh my goodness, this takes forever. But yes. And so um, it made me feel for the teachers. I mean, whose job is to teach our, to, is to keep our children in a teaching environment all day long without the thousands of snacks right. and without the free time to go run out and have recess every 30 minutes. I mean, yeah. guys, we got to pray for our teachers. I mean, starting right now, all the teachers well, so are like, yes. I want to design a system where the teachers can buy snacks from me. So when they go back, <laughs> <laughs> they can they can have the snacks. So many snacks. Uh, yes. Because, but I do encourage you just on this one is to ask your children, what do you like about learning from home? What, what are we doing? that you like what are we doing that you don't like what can we do what would you like to add into our home learning day and just invite them in because when as a human our human nature when we have ownership of something then we do better at it and so invite them into that home learning experience yeah and and realize that um other than the socialization i think one of the things we found was is that kids like the home learning and they like the home, so that you know, they like that they're not um, having to do sit in classrooms and things like that. But they do also miss the social activities. And that's definitely. And so, how do you deal with that? You know, and what are you mm-hmm. missing? Because I mean, even you know, um, I was talking to a friend of mine who's on the school board at, at a town, and he was saying that they're dealing with certain uh, depression type issues, and you know, because kids are with you know especially social kids there's certain kids that love oh, in, being so introverted good. certain is your kid introverted or the extroverted 
because the extroverted kids are going, man, I really miss. And it, it, it you know, why is your kid down? Well, maybe they're not getting social attention or and whatever. And that's what our, I mean, that was the answer that every single one of the kids that said, what do you not like about it? Friends, not being able to see my friends, not being able to hang out with my friends. And so that is um, very valuable. So pay attention to that and figure out a way. Like yesterday, my uh, neighbor across the street turned 18 and she had a drive-by birthday party. And so there's just cars up and down the street. And so figure out a way for your kids to have a play date from afar, yeah. you know, whether it's either FaceTime or something like that, so that they can have that little social connection. Well, and that leads to the next question you asked them, which was share your favorite memories made so far. And so I wanted to bring, I want you ask your kids this because, and it's really a question for you parents, because sometimes life just passes us by and we don't really realize that we're building a childhood for our kids, that we're making their memories. And so I just wanted to hear what the kids had to say. And it was fascinating. Almost every single child said that one of their favorite memories was that their families were going on walks together. And it made me realize, oh my goodness, we didn't go on walks before the coronavirus. We didn't have time. And now walks are our saving, literally, sanity. We have to go on walks to get out of the house. Right. And so parents, pay attention to what your kids' favorite memories are and invest in those. And if it's the family walk, then I wonder what's going to happen when this is all said and done. Are we gonna, is the family walk going to stay in this generation? Are our kids going to continue to bug us because they love that family walk? And I know for me, we've got older kids. Ours has been some game nights that we haven't right. done, you know, but yep, Hey, some we need, older you know, kids said be- that for sure. Before yeah. coronavirus, it was always like, yeah, we need to do a game night and we never would do it. Well, guess what? We've done game nights now several times or, <laughs> or we've, uh, you know, watched a show together, you know, or something like that, watched a movie together something. Like, so, um, and those are, those might be, um, other things that you might do with older kids as well. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get my, my seventh grader to work out with me more. And so, and sometimes that's working, sometimes it's not, but when we do, I think, you know, it's a good thing. That's so good. Yeah. So just pay attention to those memories. Ask them, what are some of your favorite memories or, and what are some memories you would like to make? I asked my teenagers that, well, what are some memories you'd like to make? And he was being a punk and he was like, I'd like to go snow skiing. Slopes are closed. I'd like to go, you know, that, yeah, parks are closed. I'd like to, and we're like, yeah. Anyway, so ask your kids. I'm sure that they'll have some ideas. And hopefully they won't be a punk to you (laughs) like ours was. Um, So last question was, what's one thing your parents are doing that you really like? And so I kind of, I don't know that I, I don't know that I tricked the parents necessarily, but I put this question in there because I wanted the parents to hear what they're doing right. What they're, what in To their, be inspired. Yes. From their kids' point of view, what it is that they're doing that their kids are enjoying. And I wanted their kids to brag on their dads and, it, and, their, and their moms too. And it was so fun because some of the you know parents were like, what are your awesome, most amazing, most incredible parents doing right now? And the kid's <laughs> like, let me see that question. That's not how that question went down. And so I just wanted, I just, I mean, so they said such fun things like, um, they're, my parents are playing with me. You know, a couple of them said, my, my dad throws the football to me. You know, he'll come out of his office when he's working and he'll come talk to us. And there was one, um, one boy that said, well, they're feeding us. <laughs> and the mom yeah. texted back, I promise I fed them. <laughs> well, but, <you laughs> but, know, but family meals yes. are the, the meals and snacks and all those things. It's amazing how many kids talked about food. And so many of them, yes, because it's the highlight of the day when you're home all day. Right. Yeah. And so doing fun things, that's what... Um, 
that's what I think that it boiled down to. What are your, what are they doing? And so ask your kids, what am I doing in this time that you really like? What is it that we've, that you like as a mom or as a dad that how that, how I'm interacting with you, how I'm relating to you and engaging with you? Well, and so, um, you know, going back to what we talked about the first, just remember parents that, you know, it's all about relationships right. and they are this whiteboard. You're market on them, but you're also drawing them out. I mean, your job as a parent is to get to know the heart of your kid. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so we have time to do it now. We have tons of time to do it. And well, so but yet that- so what happens so often is, is that what these parents have said, and it happens to us too. I didn't know my kid didn't know that. I didn't <sighs> know how my kid was thinking. I didn't know what, well, that's okay. You know, exactly. so, so let me, let, you know, as I'm thinking about what you, what we've said here, parents, you're doing a great job. Yes. You know, we've seen over and over that parents are, it, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy situation, but you know, especially parents of faith, parents are, that are believers and, and we have hope. These parents are engaging with their kids. They're seeing it as a positive. There's so many good things out there, but, but also, you know, we think about, okay, what can we do? What can we do that's going to make April even more special? Proactive. For yeah, yes. Exactly. Go, yeah. You're doing it. Yeah. As parents, I agree 100%. You're doing a great job. And the kids videos that I got back from them, they all were positive, upbeat. You know, they were, the kids were happy. They're, it, it, it's working. You are engaging. You're doing it and you're doing a great job. You're feeding them. You're playing with yeah. them. You're interacting with them. You're teaching them. You're doing it. And so just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And, and we, then I was, ju- I was just going to say too, that, um, Parents, as you ask your kids these questions, then share back with them. Relationship is a two-way street. And so share with them what you think and what you feel. What do you think about the coronavirus? What is quarantine in your own words? And share that with them because what we say is what's written on our, our child's whiteboard in the biggest, boldest, permanent ink. Everybody yes. else's can be erased and it might even be in a different color. But what we say and what we feel and how we respond to our kids, that's the stuff that stays. That's the stuff that builds them into who they are. And so do that by answering those questions. So now you're having a conversation. It's not an interview anymore. It's, hey, what do you think about the coronavirus? Kid answers and you say, well, this is what I think about it. Yep. And now child's written that on their um, whiteboard. Well, and it's just a way to engage them. And you know, it's the start of a lot of questions and a lot of uh, interaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hey, parents and crazy cool families, we wrap up. We are we have this. We have just prayed about you guys. We've been praying for you guys, and our goal is to just help make your April and May, if it goes into it, uh, as special as possible. That's and good. so we've done a couple of things that um, that well we think will help you. One of them is just. One of them is this, just our podcast, and we're mm-hmm. trying to you know, help you speak into your kid's life. I think it was a great idea Suzanne had to, um, to go do this. Uh, we also created what we call the Social Distancing Family Game Plan. And if you'll go to crazycoolfamily.com slash game plan, or if you go to our website and just go into free resources, you're going to see it there in the top. And it's, we just sat down um, about a week and a half ago and just recorded some about four videos, four short videos, short, about yeah. 10 minutes each. And you'll get them. Once you sign up, you get an email every day so you can do it over in, each and, day. And we go through some, um, some work issues, some family issues and some, um, school home home learning, learning ideas. ideas. And so we love the videos. We think we just sat down and said, okay, if we could sit across from a 
uh, uh, six uh, feet. Yeah, six feet away from <laughs> a couple, couple. Pay. What would we tell them, and what suggestions would we give them? And that's what we do. Just designed to make your this season even better for you, to give you some vision for it, things like that. And and also another thing we've done is just challenged people in this month to go read our book. Go read the Crazy Cool Family book. If you don't have one, go to the website. You can get one there. Amazon or, will bring it to Amazon, you. Amazon, or you can get an electronic copy from Amazon as well. But what a what a great time to read uh, a parenting book, a family book. And, and it really, it's Suzanne and I taking 30 years of raising seven kids and putting everything we could into the philosophies that God has given us to create your own Crazy Cool Family. And one of the things that we were just talking about before the podcast you know, so many things we learn later in life and we say, oh, I wish I would have known those mm, sooner. Concepts, principles, ideas, This all of that. book is designed to put that in you right now. Mm-hmm. Don't wait 10 don't, don't years. Don't learn the hard way. Yeah, and learn from our stuff. Our, mm-hmm. our mistakes are much cheaper for you than your own. And our mistakes are in there. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> so think about reading our Crazy Cool Family book and as well as going to get the family game plan crazycoolfamily.com slash game plan and you'll get on the emails and I'll send it to you and um, yeah I think those would be two good things for you to do other than that go talk to your kids go right on their whiteboard that's right go <laughs> right on their whiteboard and listen to them and, and wa- listen yeah and laugh that's right and pray that's right <laughs> all right um, hey parents uh, thanks for listening we hope you have a great April and go be crazy parents and go to crazycoolfamily.com